0: Okay, hello everyone, and another great episode of Glory to God on the go. My name is Scott. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. It is not going to be just me preaching the word, uh, but we are and have invited Jessica Frazier with us. Hello, Jessica. Thanks hello. for being with us.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. No problem. This is, this is actually exciting, and I, and I prepared for this. So, uh, Jessica has written a woman's daily devotional, 30 day mm-hmm. daily devotional, mm-hmm. right? Can you hold that up for I us? Can. Perfect. Perfect. Keep going, a 30 day devotional of encouragement and truth for moms. Mm. Now, this is actually a great time for Jessica to share this with us because. Um, many of you moms are going to need the good Lord to get you through these next, this next four weeks, school, starting homeschooling. And most of you are probably not teachers. And if you are fantastic for you, um, if you're not good luck, we're praying for you. Uh, and so you may absolutely need this 30 day devotional <laughs> for you uh, before you even get into it. So you can actually order this devotional online on Amazon Mm -hmm. and you can find it. You go on Amazon, you look up, keep going, Jessica Frazier, and it shows up there. Um, I have found it on Amazon. It is very affordable. You can get it sent right to you in days, which I would advise doing that now. So you can have it for Monday before school actually starts uh, on the 8th, I believe in most places. The twelve. The, oh, okay. 12, the twelve yeah. for most places. Um, so please get this for yourselves, moms, and just go day by day. At the beginning of your day, just start with it, so you know that the good Lord's going to be with you throughout the day. Because if you're teaching your kids at home and you're dealing with that, oh goodness gracious, you're going to need it. So thank you very much. So Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. How you got started and kind of what what led you to Doing a book, writing a book of daily devotionals for moms.
1: Absolutely. Well, currently, I am a mom of five kids, all ages 10 and under. So they're, I'm, I hope I get this right. 10, 9, almost 8, 4, and 2. Oof. So we're, the first three are boys, second two are girls. Um, we always joke, if we had had two girls first, we'd only have two. <laughs> <laughs> Love them dearly. That's Completely up different course. than boys, up though. Of course. Um, such a handful. We have so much fun. And currently, right now, I'm Director of Communications at Woods Edge Community Church. Excellent. And my husband actually works on staff over in the audio-video department as well on staff. So we actually get to do ministry together, which is so cool, because he's been an educator in the district for 10 years, and then felt the Lord calling him into ministry. And it's neat, because we work together, but we work... Completely apart. Oh, sure, sure. So there's really nothing that kind of coincides there. We get to see each other and have lunch, and it's wonderful, but he doesn't have to worry about me bossing him around or anything like that. So we have a great time.
0: So, by the way, while she's talking and you see me look down, it's because I'm writing (laughs) notes. So, go ahead.
1: so how I came about writing this book was actually when I had my first, when with my first three boys, they, they were back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just remember yeah, 10, nine, nine almost eight. and almost eight. So Ooh. the the first two are 53 weeks apart, oh my 53 weeks. So I remember waking up in the middle or being up in the middle of the night for feedings and, and just wanting to remember certain things that were going on, but also at times going, I need a lifeline. Mm -hmm. Like I am exhausted or confused or frustrated. There's no manual on how to do this. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted to remember those feelings. And I wanted to remember the really funny things that were happening that may not have felt funny at the time. So I started kind of like, journaling these things out that were happening to me as a mom and just keeping them. And I would always somehow try to tie it back into like, what is God leading me through? What is he trying to teach me? What am mm-hmm. I learning about his character mm-hmm, through this? Mm-hmm. And at the end of all of that, I had, I had these great stories and I'd always wanted to write a book, but I just, every time I sat down to try and do it, it just wasn't the right time. So, uh, when I had my little girl I was working at a different church here in the Woodlands as a communications director. And the preschool that all my ki- all four of my kids were at, the director came up to me and said, Jessica, we need a devotional that reaches these women that are our preschool teachers. And we've been reading Jesus Calling, which is so great, but we've read it multiple times. We need something fresh. Would mm-hmm. you write us some devotionals? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> so I went back into kind of my catalog of stories and I started taking some out and of course, I'm still in this daily rhythm of funny things happening, awful things happening, you know, and everywhere in between. And I'm turning them into devotionals for them. And I did this for a few years. And at the end of uh, every school year, I would take the devotionals that I wrote every week for those teachers and I would just print them out really, really easily, you know, at home. Staple them and give them to them, so they had all of it. Mm. And finally, after about two, maybe three years of doing this, they said, "Will you put this in a book, please? We want to pay you for this." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. This is, you know, this is a, a gift that I get to give you." And they said, "No, we want to be able to share this, though. Like, we want we want our mom friends to read these." And so I said, Oh So, it, I said, "All right, all right, I'll do it." But the funny thing was that I'd actually, when they asked me to do this, I had. I had taken, I had left my job at the church because I became pregnant with my fifth child. I was in the middle of seminary and I felt like God was going, okay, hard stop. Mm. You have a lot on your plate. Mm -hmm. You're spiraling a little bit and I need to pull, I I really need to pull you back in. Mm. So I quit working. I actually trained someone up to take the role um, after I did and felt so confident in her abilities. And I stayed home for the first time ever after leaving college and didn't work and right before, you know, I could have used all of that time to be putting the book together, but sure. I just kept waiting for God to go. Now's the time. And so when I started going, okay, I think it's time for me to maybe enter back into the, you know, ministry again. What does that look like? And, uh, another church woods edge called me and they said, listen, your other church, they said, you're great. They, they were so sad to leave you or see you go, but they, they think we should hire you. We'd love to hire you. I said, okay. And I was about to start that job and I felt God go, now's the time. And uh-huh. I was going, whoa. Of
0: course, that's just the way it I just
1: got a new job. <laughs> and f- I have five kids. Why now? We had a whole year to do right, this thing, right? right? It could have been, but I, you know, my husband had, it was almost as if God had been prepping his heart mm-hmm. for that moment mm-hmm. because the moment I went to him and I said, listen, Jimmy, I've got to make this into a full-fledged book. Mm. It's time. And I'm going to publish it. And he goes, okay, I'm going to make as much time I'm going to, you know, I'm going to help you carve out in your schedule. I'll put kids to bed at night. You know, we'll do whatever you need to do to get this thing done. And that's what we did. I just kind of went, I, I nose to the grind and I, I wrote and I edited and sent it off to friends to edit it and did all of those things and just watched it come together. Self published it through Amazon Mm -hmm. after lots of prayer about what would Mm -hmm. be the best Avenue and, um, on small business Saturday in November. I released it into the world.
0: That is so awesome.
1: Yeah, so, that is so awesome. and it's so fun because I got to do things with it in self-publishing that that I desperately wanted to sure. do. So I, you know, there's an element of it. Every day there's a song, a worship song that goes oh, with that good. day. Sounds oh, so good. So at the end of of reading the devotional, you also have a thirty song playlist. Oh, good. And my hope is that those songs kind of speak to you in the same mm-hmm. way that the scripture does, that the devotional does, that the, the, uh, going deeper areas, you know, which kind of takes you into a little bit of a Bible study, kind of gets you deeper into the scripture. Um, I, my hope is that when you'll hear those worship songs, you'll go, I remember reading that. I remember what God had spoke into my life while I was doing this devotional as you listen to those songs. And that has been such a neat component because I'd never seen a devotional do that before.
0: That is so great. And, and you know, when you were to the point where you you didn't, not sure what you're going to do, you're kind of spiraling. And of course, God doesn't give you any more than you can handle. Um, And then you put the songs in there for that, for the worship on that as well. That is, I didn't know that. That's actually pretty, that's one part I couldn't find, you know, uh, because I knew your, I knew your devotional, the devotional, I should say, because God gave it to you, um, was was very dynamic, mm. um, and and the way that you just explained it, whoosh, just real, I mean, oh, mind blowing a little bit. So that is awesome. That, it's, is, yeah, I, that it's, is very exciting.
1: And and every day it there's there's a song that I'll tell you, and then there are two. There's a question that I when I'm whether I'm discipling people or my close friends and people, yeah. I always ask them, "How's your heart today?" Yeah, because we can ask each other, "How are you doing?" Oh, and you can easily go, "Yes."
0: I'm great, but you're
1: not great. But when you say, how's your heart, it almost makes you stop and go, whoa, I need to do a heart check. How really is my heart doing today? And speak into kind of a deeper, a deeper thing there. So every day kind of gives you this heart check prompting, like really, where are you? Be honest and authentic with that. Because as you approach the word of God, as you approach scripture, God wants you to Mm -hmm. just kind of bear that, you know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't, He doesn't want us to come with face masks on, you know, being something else. Like he wants us to come vulnerably to him, knowing that that we desperately need him. And so by asking a question like that, it seems so simple, but it really, you know, opens up a lot of
0: That is so good. That is so good. Um, My my wife and I have gotten into the habit. So we used to ask somebody, you know, can we pray for you? Mm -hmm. And of course, that's a very closing question. So they could say, no, I'm good. You know, and they're like, oh, well you know, God gave me that to ask. And so now we ask, um, what is it that we can pray for you for? Um, And then, and they're like, Oh, and you know, it used to be maybe 50, 50 or 60, 40, 60%. They'd say, yeah, I have something that you can pray for. But now it's almost a hundred percent. They're like, Oh, you can pray for this. And it might be something not huge, but some people have some huge stuff they want you to pray for. So I like the question about, you know, how's your heart today? That's really, that's, Oh, that's good. That is good stuff. Thank you, Jessica. I'm glad you shared that with me. So um, in, in a situation like this, uh, I typically will develop about 10 questions. Um, and so we, we went over them a little bit before, and so I, I hope you're prepared. I'm not trying to put you too much on the spot, um, but I think they're, they're good for the fact that they want to know. Okay? Okay. You're, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's, Ding! See Let's go. And it's on. So what inspired you to write this daily devotional? You kind of explained that a little bit, but go a little bit deeper into what inspired you to do this.
1: Absolutely. So honestly, I'm not a devotional person. <laughs> I don't have like a list of devotionals that I've done. Um, I had devotionals that maybe I'd I'd heard friends post about or seen things. But every time I got one, it, I always felt there was a component of it that maybe just wasn't it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was because, I don't know, maybe, maybe technically I'm, this isn't fully a devotional as it does mm-hmm. kind of push a little bit further into the element of Bible study and taking you, taking you deeper with some stuff. But I was really inspired because I thought about all the moms that I know out there. And just, you know, you scroll Facebook for five minutes mm. no, at any point in the day. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking for hope, mm. right? They're looking for hope and they're looking for truth. Yes. And I thought, how can I use what God has given me to give that to them? Mm-hmm. Because we're called to make disciples.
0: And Absolutely.
1: if, you know, I I want to be able to give them something that they can tangibly reference that is putting God at the forefront of everything, giving him the glory and the praise first and putting everything that they're going through in perspective and, in, and through the lens of Christ. And so really that was my inspiration was that I'd read devotionals that were maybe really, really short, mm-hmm. but I wanted something a little bit more. Something for moms in particular that make you <laughs> laugh and make you cry some days and everything in between, but then also kind of take you that extra step and say, like, a devotional should never replace scripture, mm-hmm. right? right? So a big goal of my book is that by the end you're hungry for scripture yeah, because you've spent time in the word every day good. and you're going, I don't need this anymore. This was great right. and this was my little springboard, little catalyst. But I need I need God's word more That's than I good. need Jessica's, you know, words in this book. That's and good. so that really is what inspired me with
0: So your inspiration was to inspire to read the Bible, to be inspired. Yes. Again, mind blowing. That's great answer. Great answer, and that's that's so awesome. Okay, good. All right. So, how much did how much time did you spend? And this is kind of a a weird question, not really weird, but how much time did you spend researching the perfect scripture for the situation? And that's it's interesting because you were living it. Yeah. So, and the Bible tells us our lives. I mean, it's it's got so much wisdom in it that it tells us our lives. So we already know um, what the Bible says about us. But how much time did you actually have to spend researching the scriptures that you used in each one of the days?
1: So as I the unique thing about this book was that, like I said, it wasn't I didn't write it in one sitting. Mm. It is the culmination mm-hmm. of stories over almost eight years. Wow. Really. Um and so the the beautiful part of it was that at every time that I wrote the stories that are in here, and there are still so many others sitting on my computer too, that I felt very much inspired by the, the spirit to be writing mm. in those moments. Mm. And so I, as I would be writing, you know, I would be flipping through the Bible and I'd be going, God, where are you leading me? <laughs> so I spent the majority of my time researching th- in prayer, mm. really, going like, God, I wrote this, and sometimes I would write the story and I'd go, I don't know. I don't know what scripture, you know, I don't want to misrepresent scripture and just, you know, cherry pick here to sure, make it sure. feel like it fits. Um, and I, I
0: when you do that,
1: I want it. And so I honestly, my best research was praying through it and going, and sometimes some of these devotionals were even the springboard with scripture itself. So I would be reading through something in a season of motherhood and I'd go, Oh my goodness. Yes. I know what it means to, you know, to truly be tested. And why, as James says that, we need to count it all joy when we encounter trials, you know, because mm-hmm. we had just walked through something very mm-hmm. difficult. And how do you do all that? So, so there were even times where scripture was the prompting for the the devotional part of the content oh, itself. That's good.
0: Yeah, we talked last week uh, about walking through fires and how, how, you know, Jesus is right there behind you with his hand on your shoulder, walking you right through it. When you get through it, you can turn around. And he's going to be right there and say, see, we got through this mm-hmm. together A- and um, you didn't burn up." So um, I love the story of Shadrach, Neshach, and Go. So anyway, let's mm. talk about the fire all the time. Um, okay. So another good answer. You're good at this. Have you done
1: this before? I Not uh-huh. it, not about my book yet. <laughs> no, this is the first time. Yes.
0: yes. Glory to God on the go. Got her first. Great. Um, number three. So as a mom of five kids, what helps you get through the day? Coffee. <laughs> good answer.
1: Prayer. Yes. And time in God's word.
0: Yes. Okay, good. Good, good. Yes. So, so moms... Great advice right there. Coffee, prayer, time in God's Word.
1: All at the same time. Yeah, there
0: you go. (laughs) You could be drinking
1: coffee going, I don't know what I'm doing. God, I just need you. (laughs) Yes, good.
0: Good answer. Um, Okay. So uh, what other books other than the Bible have led you to write a devotional like this,
1: If, if any? So, like I said, I didn't reference a lot of devotionals. I mean, I had read Jesus Calling, which is beautiful. My kids have the Jesus Calling version for kids, which we love doing. Uh, I actually had a few devotionals that were specifically for kids that we Mm. walked through, and we really enjoyed that. And there were some funny stories that would go on in those. I kind of consider Bob Goff's, book you know for kids too kind of like a devotional because the stories are short and he sure. always ties them back sure. to god and so i loved that component of it but um really <laughs> the book that you know the books that have just played a monumental role in any of my right always scripture first mm, always course. prompting by the holy spirit always being obedient to, to his prompting um but there are so many good theologians out there, mm. you know, so reading books that are really grounded in truth, um, you know, it, those have always been the books that I, I really, really, you know, just been drawn to. Okay. And, you know, I love um, it, you know if we're talking about women that are writing, Lisa Whittle is one of my favorites. Um, Jenny Allen, of course, Beth Moore, all of them have written mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful books. But I also, you know, the knowledge of the holy and uh, there's, I mean, I, I'm thinking through, I mean, C.S. Lewis, you read C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. I think I'm, I, I mean, if I had to, to pick a severe, I mean, a severe mercy, we're talking all of these beautiful books sure, that are out sure, there. Sure. But um, every time I find myself reading C.S. Lewis, um, it's kind of like, you know, the movie A Christmas Story and the dialogue in that how it makes you after want to just mm-hmm. like have constant mm-hmm. pithy dialogue. Mm-hmm. CS Lewis makes me want to write oh,
0: that's and, and
1: like when I read him it it pulls something out of me because it's just the way that he can directly um point everything back to God and it's you know it's pointed too. He's like very matter-of-fact yeah. about it. Yeah. And then at other times he's using beautiful imagery. So, you know, Mere Christianity is one of those books that every year I go back and that's how I start my year off. Is I start there. Oh, that's so, good. that that is maybe one of the the biggest theological, you know, milestone books for me in terms of that's good. one that's inspired. Me.
0: Okay. All right, good. So, you may have already answered this. Um, but I'm asking it real quick. So, what is the first thing you do when you sit down to write and how does it help? Well, coffee, obviously. Coffee. Prayer. Prayer the bible
1: the bible yes <laughs> Time, quiet like okay. having oh, a quiet space
0: Th- does that happen
1: that it does
0: okay, okay. like i <laughs> said my husband
1: is phenomenal oh, he is i can look at him and go there's something here and it needs to come here yes and i need to go make it happen and he knows that when i when i'm in that kind of state of urgency mm-hmm. that it's a holy spirit prompting mm-hmm. and that it's going to come out typically pretty quick Ugh. and so he will go okay yeah. just drop what you're doing I've got the kids right, right. and go, go find whatever place, whether it's the back porch or our kitchen table, go wherever it is that you need to go and do it. And, you know, a lot of times I wrote, I, I say in the introduction of this book, I wrote the majority of these in the margins of motherhood, meaning I wrote them in that very thin mm-hmm. line around the, the outpouring of living out motherhood. Mm-hmm. And that is in the, the brief moments where, where it's quiet during nap time. Um, in those stolen away moments in the middle of the night mm. when you wake up and God has put something mm. on your heart and you go, if I don't write yes. it now, I'm yes. just not being obedient. Yes. It's it's kind of those margin places that I wrote this book. It was, you know, I, I always dreamed, oh, I would write the perfect book if I could be <laughs> on a beachfront property, sure. right, with the sure, waves in the background. Oh, it would be lovely. I could I could get a whole novel out in a week, I'm sure. And that not a single day of this book was written anywhere glamorous like that or relaxing. It was all written in the margins of everyday living where I would steal away these little pockets of time Mm -hmm. that something came about Holy Spirit urgency Mm -hmm. and it just needed to be shared.
0: Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. My, my wife is, um, got a lot of that going on with her right now. So my, my story is a little different folks out there heard it. Um, so we just, we've always been believers. Um, for a long time, we weren't really good followers. Um, Mm -hmm. so about two years ago, you know, we got hit upside the head and we're like, okay, one way, one direction or another and we picked the other towards God. Mm -hmm. And so since then it's been absolutely phenomenal. He has been lighting us up and it's been awesome, right? Completely awesome. Our marriage has never been better. We've been together this year, 25 years next uh, September. So, um, You know, and I have my kids are seven years apart, and I got three of them, so not like you at all. Okay, I took a little time, so I had to write Britannica a a message or a letter saying, "Hey, um, next to seven year itch and marriage, just have another kid, and you'll be fine." Um, So, anyway, that never went off well. But um, so, but we're gonna get back to you. Enough about me. Um, So, I was saying, my wife gets lit up like that, and Mm -hmm. she just starts and next thing you know, she's got five pages of notes, and yeah. it's just, I, I, I think it's awesome.
1: I tell people always, have journals mm-hmm. everywhere around your house. Like, it's <laughs> just does. in pockets everywhere. She does. because does. She never
0: pads, known. big pads. Yeah, sticky yeah. notes everywhere. Yeah.
1: I mean, I find it in the back of like, like a checkbook thing. I was like, who even uses checks anymore? But like, I was writing oh things. I mean, it's everywhere. Yes. Yes. I have, I mean, the amount of journals I've amassed over the years, just, That's so awesome. you know, and as it comes out, and then yeah. on, on a computer, I mean, wherever it, it manifests. Yes, yes, it's yes, just being obedient yes. to the call.
0: Yeah, the one thing that um and, and if you're listening out there, um, voice notes. Oh yes, that has been great for oh, me. Oh yeah, especially like if I have a dream and I want to make sure I get that. So because my my spiritual mother and and, and uh, is is great at interpreting and she she'll she'll peer into the Holy Spirit and just press 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 until she gets something. But she helps us walk through it and we're like, oh my God, we're so enlightened by that. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. All right, well, back to you. so um so this is your first book your first your first one you already mentioned that and um do you have plans for another one
1: hopefully down the road yes um i've had a lot of people who have read this book ask will there be kind of a follow-up to it another 30 days of Mm -hmm. devotion um i i always thought maybe this would be the, the one and this would be kind of one and done yeah and my my dream has been to write Bible studies or, oh, nice. you know, books on theology once I finish seminary, whatever sure. that would look like, do some research here and there. But, uh, I, I mean, the feedback from it has been astronomically oh, more so than I could have imagined. So, so, I mean, the second book is whatever God has planned yeah, and course. me being willing to say yes to it.
0: Uh, absolutely. Be obedient. He is going to give you another one. Um, okay. So, which day out of the 30 days... You have 30-day devotional. Which day is your favorite?
1: Oh, there's so many good ones. <laughs> there's so many good ones. And my boys were so rambunctious. And I'm, I'm so glad I have those. It's like a little time capsule for them. Sure. Which, as a side note, I read the entire book to my children before publishing it. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to make sure that they were okay with me sharing their stories. Absolutely. Um, I didn't want them at all to feel like, well, mom is just making money off of our misery. You know, like we did some crazy things and she's just sharing it with the world. And so I said, you know, if you don't, in a a specific story, if you're not comfortable, um, I won't use your name. I'll say, you know, one of my my boys, yeah. the second child and unless you know us, you may not you won't know who that is. <laughs> right. So I I re- actually read through all of these and it was so fun to relive that with them because it is it's like a little time capsule for mm-hmm. them. But um one of my favorites is um is that uh one of my my sons got off the bus one day and had this this big tale for us about um, why he did not eat the lunch that was in his backpack that I packed? It was upon
0: a time story. Oh
1: yes, yeah, okay. he took us down rabbit holes. <laughs> there were tears. I thought it was so authentic. I was, and it was all just a big charade, mm. just a big mm. story that he made up, and it was. At the time, of course, I'm irate because I'm like, at this point, I don't know what is truth. I don't like what is happening here in our house. What What is going on? Where have I gone wrong? But just God's grace in those moments and his mercy yeah. to be able to come out and see like in the book, which you'll have to get to see how it turns out and which yeah. story I'm talking about. But it's a story about barbecue and about for lunch oh. in the elementary school. And um, just to see how God can take every single ounce of our lives and turn it for his glory. Mm. And it, that those days where I was just, you know, I, I say in the book that that I really think that this spot of, of ground I stand on at the bus stop is holy ground because I have learned so many outrageous things from my sons there. They've done all kinds of crazy things to embarrass me at this oh, bus stop or they get off the bus and they've got stories or whatever it may be. And somehow on that little spot of land. I have not lost my mind. So I always tell people it must be holy. It must be holy ground because God just protects me when I'm in that in that spot. But that is one of my favorite stories. And we laughed so hard on the other side of it, of course. Sure, and sure. It, it was a joy to be able to tell. My son actually was like, Don't don't use my name in it, Mom. But
0: That's good. So he but I not, it, but we
1: know. Right, we know of course. <laughs> of course.
0: Well, good, because that question kind of segues into this question, which is can you share two of your top stories? That was that was a good one because um, I asked for your favorite. So share two more of your top stories that you that the Lord helped you get through that fire, that particular fire that you may have walked through. So we got the barbecue lunch one with the kid telling mm. tales. Mm. So share two more with us. And do you know where they are in there? Ah. Oh, i putting you on the spot. If you don't, that's okay. I don't, but I'm sure you know.
1: There's somewhere in here, okay. Obviously,
0: <laughs> there's so that's okay. You don't have you don't have to you don't have so to say
1: one of them would be um, I share very um, vulnerably about a miscarriage mm-hmm. that we had after our our third son. So in between our third son and our first little girl, who's four right now, we suffered two miscarriages, mm-hmm. and one of them was very very difficult. Um, it was. I ended up having to have two uh, separate surgeries for it. Got very sick in the Mm. aftermath of it. We were absolutely heartbroken about it. Encountered a lot of things. People going, we don't understand why that hurts when you have three healthy kids. Why mourn something when, you know, you have this healthy family? Just be glad Mm. for that. And um, coming upon questions like, is God still good in those Mm. moments? You know, when you feel... Personally coming up against
0: those questions. Yes,
1: personally coming up against those questions. Is God still good in those moments when you feel hollowed out on the Mm. inside? Physically Mm. hollowed out and spiritually in those moments. Um, And when you're coming up against questions that, you know, uh, from friends and and family that don't make sense. And you want to just yell at them and go and shake them and go, why don't you understand? Um, And just to see how God walked us through That miscarriage, both of those miscarriages, actually, and how we drew closer to him in those in those moments, and realized the depths of his love Mm. in our loss, which feels so paradoxical, right? Mm -mm, That how in the world could we lose somebody, a a baby that we we'd heard a heartbeat, um, had big plans for, and then uh, had to surrender into the father's arms before that that child could ever make it to ours in, in the depths of that loss to understand that we are so incredibly loved by the father, that it is because of his love that we are able to walk through those things. You know, that there is, um, there's in, uh, in, in a book that I just recently read. And of course I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but it says, you know, fruit bearing requires cross bearing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and And that, that, that trial, that walking through miscarriage was absolutely, you know, and we, when we look at it through the lens of what Christ did for us on our behalf and we go, we deserve the farthest thing from the riches and glory of heaven, right? We deserve, we do not deserve to be called holy and righteous and, you know, inheritance of what he has. Sure. And yet he's still out of his love came and rescued us from that from that pit of darkness he pulled so us up out and so you know that's what we felt like we felt like we were traversing the pits of darkness mm-hmm. but we were never ever alone and we we went we really weren't you know going deeper into darkness we were going deeper into into the light into yes, god's yes, love yes, yes. and like being able to to look at all of that and go this there is something really really beautiful on the other side of this.
0: That is so good. Um, I'm not going to make you tell us another one because that was kind of two in one. <laughs> that was so good.
1: Well, in miscarriage, uh, you know, a lot of women have experienced Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it's not widely discussed right. in, in a lot of different places. And um, I wanted to make it something that didn't feel taboo or, you know, it, but just be authentic and vulnerable sure. and talk about those things. And but at the end of it, you know, it's not about me, it's about God. And sure. it's about how he's glorified and he is working all things for our good and for his glory, and he will continue to do that no matter what mm. we walk through.
0: And he will reign on the righteous and the unrighteous alike. Mm-hmm. Um so that oh that's oh that's good. Mm. I'm glad we did this. Me too. Thank you, showstopper. Um, that's what we call Justin. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Anyway, all right, here we go. Last two questions. Okay. These, are, these might be tough ones, and I know you may need this for, for your assistance, so we're going we're gonna to give that to you. Um, that's the Bible, by the way. Um, what is your favorite book in the Bible?
1: Oh, can I have two right now? You may. So right now I'm absolutely head over heels in love with the Psalms. And I'm sure as anyone can attest, you feel a certain pull or draw to a book of the Bible based on the season you're mm-hmm. in. And I recently through our women's ministry taught a Bible study that I wrote oh. for women. And we had to do it through zoom in this oh, right. you know, crazy <laughs> COVID culture that yes, we're living in. Yes. And I've never done that before. It was so difficult, but man, I fell in love with the Psalms. I fell in love with, with the beauty and the simplicity learning how to deeply lament mm. and praise and um i i really love digging into them and going they're not just something that you quickly breeze over they are some of the most vulnerable scripture that we have mm-hmm. and and just the the vulnerability of of the writer the different writers of psalms whether it's Moses or David mm. or Asaph whoever it was and just there was there was no holding back. You you knew how they felt, and no matter how much David could be lamenting and crying out, going, "How how long, O oh Lord? Right. How long will you hide your face?" At the end of it, he is praising God unashamedly. Oh,
0: absolutely! And
1: it is such a model for our prayer lives, yes. for the way that we worship. Yes. It gives us a, a model to look at, you know, current worship songs, and and go, are these. You know, are these praising God? Are they glorifying God? Are they theologically as sound as, as scripture wants them to be Sure. and all of that. So I've, I've absolutely loved Psalms and Romans is one of those ones. <laughs> I mean, how can it not be? I mean, right. we have our most complete theology of Paul in such a beautiful letter to a church that he was longing to go mm-hmm. to. I mean, is there anything better? No, I, I, that's I, good. I love, love, love Romans. Those
0: are both. Excellent choices. Excellent choices. Okay, so now we're getting down to the brass tacks of a good book. What is the one verse in the Bible that you always lean on?
1: Romans eight one. For now, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Okay. All we right. want to. We want to strive. Yes. And we want to hustle. Yes. And we want to check boxes that we think are right. <laughs> And if we wake up every day and go, I'm going to do better today. Mm -hmm. Today is the day I'm going to be a better mom, wife, friend, sister, Christ follower. Mm -hmm. If we wake up and we keep telling ourselves, I'm going to do better today. Mm -hmm. We're going to fall drastically short again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And until we wake up and go, I'm, I'm just a, I am just broken. And I, I am unfortunately you know, with I have sinned. Yes. But there is no condemnation because of what Jesus did. That's right. And I have his grace and his mercy. And it is the blood of Jesus that covers me and makes me new. Yes. And that's it. That's what wakes me up and gets me out of the bed yes. get out of bed every day. Not what can I do today mm-hmm. to be better at this, 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 but what has Jesus already done mm-hmm. that makes me and equips me and fills me with everything I need to go do the will of God in my life, whatever that looks like.
0: That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'll tell you what. Um, I have benefited from this from this interview, and I'm glad no questions were asked of me. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, but uh, Jessica, you did a phenomenal job, not only in this interview and answering the questions, but also with your devotional. And so I am going to, um, absolutely put out not only here on woodlands online and glory to God on the go. Uh, but I'm going to share that on my Facebook page. Oh, so sure. more, cause more people need to read that. There's, there's no doubt I'm buying it for my wife. It's, <laughs> it's, it's coming. Um, because just listening to you and talking to you today, um, I myself, not being a mother, but uh, but a father, am inspired as well. So I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you Glory for having go me. On the go- oh, no problem. This Thank was great. This, this has was... been
1: an absolute blast. I love. <laughs> I mean, there is nothing more exciting to me than getting to share my heart oh, for Jesus so and that's what so He's doing, yeah. and you know, that's what we're that's what we're called to do is go share. Go the share the great goodness. commission, right? Is to,
0: to spread His word and and to bring as many as we can and plant seeds and, mm. and, and if if we're the ones to water them, fantastic. If we're the ones to plant them, we should be doing that anyway. And, and I share that with, with the folks that view this on, on a regular basis. So, um, well, that's great. A perfect timing too. That was awesome. So thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, again, that's what you need to go to Amazon and get this right here. And um, if if you're a man, you need to get it for your wife. If you're married, get it for your mom. Get it for your sisters. uh, Whoever you need to get it for, that's what you need to do. So, um, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you. No problem. So, this has been another episode of Glory to God on the Go. And before we go, I just want to remind everybody out there that if you are not in a church right now, you need to get yourself in one. There are... 25 churches just within a four-mile radius of where we are right now in the woodlands, and they're probably they're all good. Um, I could promote a few specifically, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, however, get yourself into a church if you can't go physically or whatever that is. Get online. There are so many churches online right now that uh, that are YouTubing, or you can go straight to their websites. Uh, but get. Someone who you attach yourself to, who preaches the good word, who not only gives you that, that good French vanilla sweet coffee, but also that gives you that black coffee, that bitter, that coffee that we all need. That That, that is in the Bible anyway. So I'm going to pray for everyone out there right now that's listening and, and, and watching. So Lord, I just ask that you enlighten these folks, not only with uh, your word, uh, but with what is in The word itself, and that they get inside the Bible, or they get into a good church, or they get with a friend who they know believes in your Son Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and that they get some of what you have to offer. And Lord, as soon as they get that taste, we know that, and you know that you are going to just whisk them up. You're going to take them on the journey. They're going to walk through fires, but they're going to walk through joy and love and kindness, and that you are going to support them. You're going to be right there with them. You are going to be their hedge of protection to fight off those evil arrows that the devil's shooting at us on a regular basis. And Lord, we just ask that those folks not only take you into their hearts, but with their mouths, they pray to you and repent and turn from their ways and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And so we ask that of all of those who are watching. And if you're the ones watching, you need to go tell people about what Jesus did for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, everybody, again, I told you last time that things are going to change. The Holy Spirit puts on my heart to do this or do that or speak about that. So I'm not going to tell you what we're going to talk about next week because it doesn't seem like that ever pans out. Um, However... I do believe it's going to be the armor of God. So so I'm going to put that out there. So have a great, great evening, great day, great weekend, great week. And get into the Bible. Read what you need to read. Get what out of it you can. And just turn towards him because he is going to be the way. He's coming soon. You need to be there with him. Okay? In Jesus' name. Amen, everybody. Glory to God on the go. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook and Woodlands Online and send that and share it so more people can see it. And then let's get them involved as well. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thanks.